What is up, everybody, and welcome to episode 15 of Back to the Field. It's Super Bowl weekend, so you already know what we're going to be talking about, breaking down the matchup between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Got a little surprise for you guys with a special guest. Our buddy Mike is joining us, uh, and us three, you know, just talking the normal shit, giving you guys game breakdowns, what we think are going to be the key to success for both the 49ers and the Chiefs, and then kind of breaking down those fun prop bets for all of you gambling degenerates out there. This is probably the best weekend to do so, so everyone, sit back, relax, crack open that beer, and as always, listen responsibly. Let's get it. get the sit going uh eric always a pleasure seeing you back on here but mike as a first timer welcome to the uh welcome to the debauchery that is back to the field um it is super bowl pre pre-weekend episode uh gonna be covering 49ers and kansas city chiefs but before that we can quickly kind of touch up on the last weekend's games right um the 49ers beat the green bay packers and kansas city chiefs ended the very fun to watch late run of the tennessee titans so i will let mike you as a newcomer maybe kick us off if you want to cover one of the games um i mean don't need to give like a full espn in-depth analysis on it but i mean you know, what were your thoughts on the games? Any surprises? Shit like that? Uh, I think the biggest thing is just the domination of the 49ers uh, just coming out. And how much rushing yards did Moster had? 220? Like, yeah, dude. Unreal. Uh, so it was just fun to watch that offensive line work and just 49ers dogged them. Dude, I, I mean, they oddly enough, they had, like, Moster had the stats that I thought Derrick Henry would have. Like, Derrick Henry, I think, had less than 100 rushing yards. I mean, like, I'm, I know I'm jumping to the other game, but that was, like, really the only thing Kansas City had to do to kind of win that game, right? I mean, when Tannehill was leading your team in rushing, like, th- th- that's when you know, like, shit's shit's not working for you. And uh, it, it, it seems kind of easy to say sitting here, but that's really all they had to do was sooner or later a team just had to force Tannehill to beat them kind of reminiscent of like when the chargers last year played like seven dbs against lamar jackson and like you know forced him to beat them and it didn't work out you know same same sort of shit um barry uh barry mccockneyer did did you have anything to add to that you can't butch the name if you're gonna pronounce it what is it barry (laughs) mccockneyer all right all right (laughs) barry mccockiner from our midwest division would you like to add anything else no i mean i think you know i think we all saw the same thing uh you know it was i I thought it was gonna be a close game between the packers and niners uh but you know kind of going along with mike said i mean just the the offensive line the 49ers offensive line was dominant. I mean, yeah, yeah, most start. I mean, every time most start got the carry. I mean, I think we touched on it. It seems like 
it was at least you know eight yards and and it wasn't longer because they caught him by like the, the shoestring or you know got him like a last gasp uh you know tackle uh and trip trips him up and then you know he did have some big rushes um you know 40 you know 30 40 yards at times so i think one went for a touchdown um and it was just it was yeah he was great but i mean it was the offensive line of 49ers i mean they're just completely dominant i mean that's what controlled the the game and set the tempo and you know just because of that uh you know it was too too big of a hole for you know as great as aaron Rodgers is you know when you put yourself in a hole by what i think it was like 24 points i want to say something like that yeah it was it was not pretty yeah and so it's like you know then you're forced to throw you become one dimensional and you know obviously aaron Rodgers has a great arm we all know that but you know when you know you, you take one dimension out of your game, you know you become one dimensional. Just call it. Um, you know it's really hard to make up you know twenty twenty five points, especially when you know you're down by that at halftime. So uh, that and then I think you know Kansas City's win against Tennessee, as you mentioned. I mean. I'm so glad it's, there's not a Tannehill Super Bowl. It would have been so awful. I mean, <laughs> I think we all knew they were going to win. I mean, it, they did. It was kind of surprising. or not really surprising. I, mean, I, I had a feeling that uh, Tennessee was going to go up, um, just kind of st- try to establish the run in their offense. But uh, their offense was just too much. Um, you know, it's – you know, whether it's Pat, Pat, uh, Patrick Mahomes or just, you know, the system offense that Andy Reid brings to every team he goes to, um, it works. So, um, you know, it's uh, it, it's going to be fun to watch. I, I expect, you know, th- this game uh, to be high scoring, um, you know, I'm, you know, something like a 30, you know, 35, 32, you know, type of points on each side. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a, a fun game, but uh, and maybe just kind of one last thing before we kind of move up, right? Like we, we talked on both sides where I think both you and Mike kind of agree that San Francisco's O-line just absolutely manhandled Green Bay. And you could kind of say the same thing about Baltimore getting manhandled by Tennessee's O-line, right? So I guess, Mike, from from your experience as, as an O-line coach, right? Like what do you... I guess what works for an O-line, right? Like, especially, I know I asked you this maybe like a couple months ago, uh, you know, like difference between run blocking and pass blocking. And, you know, people have made a bunch of differentiation between like, you know, a team could be a great pass blocking defense versus like a run, or sorry, a pass blocking offense versus a run offense uh, O-line. So, you know, what is, I guess, what, what do you think the key to success or, what kind of works for those O lines that are heavy on the run? I mean, you you saw it both on Tennessee side and even on a even on San Francisco side. Yeah, I think just using San Fran for example, <clears throat> they just run a lot of the zone scheme. So you have all the offensive linemen taking their first step in the same direction. They're taking a step to their gap. They're taking a step to the guy on their shoulder, and then they're working up towards that first level, then up to that second level. And I think they've just done a really good job of establishing that first line, putting a hat on a hat, getting two hats on one, and then working up to that second line. And just those running backs just have so many decisions from that point when you see guys flowing that way, you see linebackers overflowing, uh, you see D linemen just gobbled up by offensive linemen. 
Uh, yeah, and maybe just like kind of one last thing, right? Going into this game, I think in last week's episode, Eric, I said like this would be a great matchup to see uh, both players on the defense, right? You have Joey Bosa and like uh, Zadarius Smith for for Green Bay, um, which was, I mean, it, it kind of played into San Francisco's hand. And, you know, Mike, let me know. But with such a run-heavy offense, right, you kind of lose that edge rush talent because, I mean, the QB's not sitting in the pocket for like four seconds for you to kind of go through your motions and kind of get up to him. Uh, and you kind of saw the kind of same thing again, you know, going back to Tennessee, but, you know, just getting the ball out like quick and early. And you could even say the same thing about San Francisco or with Kansas City, but with Kansas City, it's so different that the ball gets out so quickly, yet like their players are already like 15 yards down the field. Um, so it should be kind of interesting to see how that, how kind of Joey Bosa and the edge rush kind of plays into this matchup and we can kind of get into the Super Bowl, but you know, I, I definitely think San Francisco just, uh, their scheme just happened to work out and, you know, Zadarius Smith was coming in hot and into this game, but with that O-line and Mike, like you said, I think just from the rush heavy, uh, rushing heavy scheme for the offense, uh, just kind of played into their hand. Well, they couldn't, they didn't even rush the, you know, Green Bay couldn't even rush them because they threw, I think for a total of eight times, eight attempts, or maybe it was something like that or, I think he was like four yeah, for eight. Yeah, he was six for eight. Or six for eight. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you can't establish any kind of pass rush if they're not going to pass it. But I mean, how, you can't blame San Francisco just doing what was working. You know, it's the old mantra, you know, keep doing it until they stop you. Um, so, and, and they perfected it. If it ain't broke, fix it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, I guess enough about, you know, last week, right? Moving on into the Super Bowl. Got San Francisco, Kansas City. Um, you got what I think to say is probably more of your consistent offense and more so I think the star powers on the defense for San Francisco. And, you know, it's probably the exact opposite where, you know, you got a, a good defense, nothing to kind of rave home about, but that, that sort of explosive offense where, you know, they're pretty much the golden... I think they're like the golden state of NFL, right? I mean, they could be down by 14 points, but they could make up that difference in probably four minutes. I mean, they've got probably some of the fastest wideouts in the game, uh, and then you got Patrick Mahomes who can just sling the ball. So maybe, Eric, let's kind of get get your thoughts. What do you think... Um, what do you think San Francisco has got to do to win this game? And then maybe you can just go into Kansas City as well. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, you know, just kind of not not to give away my prediction, but I, I don't think San Francisco has to give away or change anything. I think they just continue what they did last game, establish the run. Um, and a lot of people see, you know, San Francisco as a you know, run-based team, which they probably are if you look at the numbers and, of course, look at the last game. Um, but, you know, once they do that to open up the, the throwing game and, and they do it very well, I mean, they don't have any flashy receivers. I mean, you have Emmanuel Sanders, you have Debo Samuels, I think uh, Debo something, I think it is Debo Samuels. Yeah. Um, and, and you have George Kittle at the tight end, but they don't have any flashy receivers where it kind of like, you know, reminds you of a high octane passing game. But when they need to, they can and they do it very efficiently and they can spread open the field. And, you know, with Kyle Shanahan and his being able to spread open the field, get the players in the open uh, positions on the field. Uh, and, and they do that from just excellent O line uh, from the run game to the pass game. So um, I think they just status quo from the last game. And, 
I think that, uh, you know, Kansas City kind of flip over. They need to, you know, stack the box, force Jimmy G to, you know, beat them. Um, and, you know, try to, you know, get the, you know, offense on the uh, field for them. Because last thing you want to do is you want to have your, you know, Patrick Mahomes sitting on you know, the bench. You know, that has to be San Francisco's game plan, right? Stay on the field as long as possible. Make sure that, you know, Pat Mahomes is on the sideline. Um, so, you know, they can't just gun it down the field, you know, multiple times. Um, so I, I think for Kansas City, um, it is probably scoring first. Um, you know, if you let San Francisco score first, establish a lead, then they're just going to, you know, uh, continue with that run game. Yeah. Uh, but their time it, of possession is ridiculous, too, yeah. especially with that run game. Yeah. And so, so I think the key for Kansas City is they have to go up. Now, it's not, you know, done if they go down, as we've seen, they've been able to come back from what, you know, again, you know, what were they down, like 21 points against Houston? And, you know, they won by 30. Um, so it's not the end of it, but I think yeah. ideally they would like to go up first, not be down. So they can kind of force San Francisco in, in a more of a pass first versus run. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Anything to add, Mike? Uh, I think Eric hit it pretty much on the head. I think the, the thing when I was looking into all this, is like San Fran, their their yards per game was better than KC. Uh, I mean, it was only by four yards, but I think people don't give a lot of credit to the 49ers and their offense. And I think what the 49ers do well <clears throat> is that they do establish that run game so well that the team starts stacking the box and then the play action works. And that just opens up so much more room for like the Kettles and um, Emmanuel Sanders just to open it up one-on-one downfield. Kittle's going to beat you one-on-one with a backer nine times out of ten. And, and so I think it's going to yeah. be a, a fun, fun game. And just yeah, San, Fran, San Fran's defense is <clears throat> it, – it, it, it's nice. It's nice from the trenches. Dude, they are no joke. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. So San Francisco is ranked first for defensive pass like yards allowed a game. Um, and then maybe just on whereas like pass yards per game, Kansas City's fifth. But if you look on the flip side, rush yards a game, San Francisco is second, where allowed rushing yards, allowed rushing yards a game. Kansas City is 26th. So I'm I'm sure Kyle Shanahan's is like, he's definitely looking at this and being like, yeah, it's going to be like Mostert day in and day out. They're, they'll use Kittle for like those third and threes, third and fours, or at least draw like a couple line. And like you, you have to have someone covering Kittle, if not double covering. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Debo Samuel and um, who's the other dude? Freaking... Um, Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, Sanders. Yeah, Emmanuel Sanders have like have big games. Um, just because I, I I do think Eric, like you said, I think they're going to try to stack the box and kind of force Jimmy G to throw. But you know, uh, it, it's it's pretty evident that Kittle is a Kittle's a, a man amongst kids in, in some some of his routes. But you got Kelsey I mean, you, on the other side too. I mean, it's, yeah, it's I was going to say that too. Like, like great tight ends. Yeah, he's no joke either. And like, it should be also interesting, just like from a coaching standpoint, right? You got. You got the old Buck and Andy Reid, and then you got kind of new blood in in Shanahan. Um, 
so it should be kind of interesting to see like how they how they sort of like kind of play at each other um and kind of the schemes that they drop so i completely agree i think it's going to be a fun game i really hope it's not anything like last year's super bowl which kind of sucked um I think this is going to be a lot more high scoring than people think, like you guys said. But yeah, uh, I mean, if there's nothing much to add, I mean, we don't need to kind of just hold our dicks and just kind of talk about nothing. But let's just kind of go into picks, right? So I don't have the line. I do have the line right now. So Vegas. I got 54 and a half on my end. Yeah, so over under sit of fifty four and a half. Chiefs are you have to favored take the over by on one, that, right? You have to take the over fifty four and a half. Uh, yeah, I, I it, the under is hard. I I would find the under to be very hard. I mean, Kansas City's defense isn't great. I mean, it's probably closer to poo than than great. Um, My hesitation with that is is how much is San Fran just going to control the clock? Right, right. Yeah, it all depends on like like we've kind of talked about. It's like who establishes their game, who scores first, and that dictates of what that game's going to look like. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. Mike, anything to you want to add? No, I think it's going to be. I think I'm if it stays at fifty four and a half, I'm going to take the under, and I'm just banking on that. The defenses have set up a game plan to stop Patrick Mahomes for San Fran, keep him in the pocket, and then for Casey to stop the run. I I I can't. Yeah, I think that's going to be a more exciting matchup. Like, I I'm going to be very excited to see Kansas City offense go against this defense because, I mean, especially with the score, like. You know San Francisco the way they usually run their offense. I mean, if it works like it should, it's you're probably gonna get you know at least half of the quarter gone before Kansas City probably gets the ball. Um, and then you know on the flip side, right? You got Kansas City that's got to worry about Joey Bosa on the outside, and then you know that Sherman's gonna be one v you know it's gonna be a one v one matchup against someone, but. <laughs> Like, then who do you cover, right? Because, like, it's hard to say that, like, oh, yeah, you know, it's easy lock. Sherman's going to cover Ty Freak. But, I mean, I-, I wouldn't be surprised if they double cover him and then just have someone spy on freaking uh, Sammy Watkins. It-, it would be interesting to see what how some of, like, the bench receivers, like Miracle and Hardman and stuff like that, what kind of games that they have. Um, and even just like Damien Williams as well outside the backfield. But no, I agree. I, I think the – I'm looking to probably take the under on this as well. Um, the point and a half spread, though – That's a waste of time. That's just a pick them. Yeah. yeah. Now, I was looking. You could take some alternative spreads as well, which <laughs> – which, like, I, I don't know if, if you guys are looking, but on FanDuel, they've got a bunch of, like, options to, like – if you want to buy points or things like that, but there's some like some ridiculous freaking like spreads you can get out here. Well, the pick uh, is probably a lot lower or a lot more depending on if you want to load yeah. the line. <laughs> so Kansas city, if you take Kansas city minus 21, 25 and a half, it's an 11 to one payout. <laughs> That's not even worth it. I don't yeah, think. Like, um, 
But besides from that, uh, MVP, obviously kind of just moving on to the prop bets, right? So MVP right now, Patrick Mahomes is favored. Now, interestingly enough, Tyreek Hill and George Kittle. Tyreek Hill is... I thought Lamar Jackson was like the runaway favorite. No, no, man. Game game MVP, dude. No, oh, not, MVP. Not I, thought, I thought you were talking about the whole league. But yeah, I mean, oh, who knows? I mean, yeah, that's hard to tell. I mean, it's easy. To I mean, but yeah, I mean, but Tyree Kill sitting at 17 to 1. I mean, that's not. Oh, in regards to betting odds, yeah. That, that yeah. makes sense. That's what you're saying. Like, I wouldn't mind taking, putting some money down on Tyree Kill and then on the other, other side of the ball. Um, What's freaking? I mean, Mostert's like eight to is plus eight fifty, but then Kittle is sitting at eighteen to one. Um, but then again, it's it's so hard to pick a receiver because then like if the receiver did well, then like you probably know that the freaking quarterback did well as well. So right, um, yeah, it, it's it's kind of hard to to kind of pick against that. Eric, obviously your your favorite has your tails, dude. Oh, tails never fails. Yeah, <laughs> you're taking the tails, Mike. Yeah, go with that for sure. But uh, are you? Uh, have you seen some of these other prop bets? I mean, these are crazy. I know they're crazy all the time. I'm just looking at a couple of these. That I, I know you have a couple listed. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I'll I'll give you my final one: Gatorade color. So favorite uh, yeah. is purple. Okay, interesting. Well, yeah. So favorite is purple. Least favorite, you got orange sitting at plus five hundred. What what's red sitting at? Red is at plus three twenty. Red red would be interesting. I don't know. Both teams are are red. That 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 is true. I I do like that. Now there's also the there's clear and water as well, which is sitting at three thirty. But I, I doubt I doubt it's going to be clear or water. I I think red. I I do like the red, especially with them being in Miami. Who knows. Um, but yeah, Eric, what were you saying? What were some of your? Yeah, I mean, these, the... some, these are really fun bets. Obviously, you have the one that, uh, so the national anthem, how long it takes to, from start Dude, to over. when she finishes. So right now it's at two, two, um, not two hours, two minutes and four seconds. Um, I'm taking I, the over. I want to know what it was last year because I think I took the under and I jacked that up. No, no, um, the, last year was definitely over, but they also did a, um, an analysis on this. The last. Three times that she sang the national anthem, she's gone under. But the last time she sang the national anthem on a big stage, she went over. So interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm. I'm probably gonna take the over just because, like, it is Super Bowl and like it's like a big event. Where, yeah, I think I'm gonna take the over. Like two minutes, I'm taking the over on that. Yeah. So you have that one. Then you have. Uh, whose commercial will air first, Michael Bloomberg's or Donald Trump's? <laughs> then you have what? Which will be higher? Um, uh, let me see this one. It's it was it's either going to be I guess Fortnite has a championship game the day of the Super Bowl or something like that. Oh, they do. I okay. think, but it says um, so. I guess it's a streamer bowl. And so, what will be higher, the winning team's total points? Or total passing attempts in the game by Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh, that's that's an interesting one. Uh, you have like similar things, like you know, uh, the Caps play on I guess earlier in the day on Sunday, so it's 
uh, Alex Alex uh, Ovechkin's hits, total hits, or uh, total amount of touchdown passes by uh, Patrick Mahomes. Wait, so a hit is just like like it's not a, it doesn't it's not like a full on check. Like even if you just bump against, into someone, that's whether a hit. yeah, if you, you hit them in the open ice or you hit them against the wall, um, I mean it, it's yeah, dude. I'm, I'm I'm taking I'm taking Ovechkin's. Yeah, I think I would do that too. I would definitely take Ovi. Yeah, like what what you're expecting? I mean, even if you just think on average, let's say Ovi's hitting someone seven times a game. What, you really think Patrick Mahomes is going to be slinging seven touchdowns in the Super Bowl? Yeah, I would have to see how many hits he's uh, how many hits he's putting out recently. I obviously I don't track that. I mean, what loser does? But did you um, guys go yesterday? I, I would expect you. Should yeah, but I don't look. Shit. I don't look at the stat sheet <laughs> and you know, look. Oh, how many hits he had? I mean, that's something that C would do, not not me. Um, but yeah, there there's a there's some crazy. Where, where are you seeing these at? Uh, so on Bovada, and then they have, um, if you click on football, you can look at Super Bowl specials, you can look at Super Bowl party props. Um, Interesting. And then, and then you have like, you know, rushing props, receiving props, QB props, yeah. yada, yada. Um, so I know me and my friends, we did this last year. We're probably going to do it again this year as well. Um, over under, like, what would you set the line at for over under amount of beer you're going to have? Well, I don't know. I, after last night, I, I don't want to think about beer. So. <laughs> <laughs> how many did you have last night i i i gave you no, no of course they're like the tall boys so like the 24 ounce ones yeah so. and so i treat like I, I went overboard just because the ticket was free since you know oh, BK hooked yeah. us up. um i don't know i probably had like six or seven of them oh my god <laughs> did you go to work today Yes, but it was one of those days where the straightest I was texting you this. Like I literally just got there and I was staring at my screen and my mouth was kind of open and I was just staring <laughs> at the screen for a good like, you know, thirty seconds and then I kind of rest my head on my hand and kind of like st- stare at the or stared at the roof and just contemplating why I'm here. Um, and then I just kind of looked around the room to see if my manager was here because I really thought about leaving um but you know I, I actually had to get shit done but it, it was it was pretty bad when you get you some red gatorade yeah, yeah. right <laughs> well, luckily well no okay so here's the problem so so before he left my dumbass decides to have a couple cocktails since you know mars driving there <laughs> i have i have like a whiskey uh, uh i'm not a, a peach whiskey on the rocks and then i have i take a gatorade bottle to go where i mix like the blue gatorade the, like uh, for what it's yeah. worth, it was like Gatorade Zero, so it was actually kind of healthy. I had some like Ooh. sugar-free cranberry juice and mixed it in with like the blue Gatorade Zero, and then put vodka in it. So I was slinging that on the Metro, and so I had that before, and then then had a Mike. Mike, do you approve bottles. of that cocktail? Is it a? I, I always approve of zero calorie drinks. Yeah, zero, zero calorie, calorie zero, ca- zero calorie, zero sugar. Um, sugar-free cranberry, sugar-free and no sugar in the Gatorade. You know, I don't know exactly how many calories are in vodka. It can't be that much, but um, I doubt it. But yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I mean, it was an absolute. Then you go to town on some beer. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my brain, it must have been an absolute crime scene if you could have a vision. Wait, so like, I'm assuming uh, Amar drove home or like drove you home? 
Listen, I don't really remember much about getting home. I know we took Metro to Vienna, and then from there he drove. He didn't drink at all. Um, you know, then I finally come, I guess I come out of my brownout, and I'm at my steps, I'm coming up, and so I'm, everything's fine then, you know. And then, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, and then I, I get on, like, my phone, and I just start texting, like, any female I have on my phone. <laughs> And then I just pass the fuck out. I get a bunch of these notifications like, hey, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. So I had to have like a, do a copy and paste of this, you know, sorry for the text parade. Yeah. Uh, I had one too many last night. I just leave it at that. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't get any drunk food. Uh, so we, Mamar got some food. He got this thing. This is, this is really good. Never had it before. I think it's like one of the new things they had since they renovated Capital One. And it's like, it's it's this th- place where you can either go with nachos, tots, or fries, I think. And then it's, like, unlimited toppings. Like, you, you know, you can, like, imagine, like, you're behind, like, you know, uh, the, the you know on the serving line at Chipotle, and you can put on as many toppings as you want, right? So you can do that with, like, cheese and sour cream, jalapenos, uh, you know, uh, tomatoes or you know uh, salsa i mean stuff like that so you can just load it up and so that's what he did and so we had some of that that was pretty good um but yeah surprisingly i did not get food i did not i, oh, I held, well, held myself that that explains why you got hammered yeah so well i mean i know we digress but maybe this maybe last note on football what's what's everyone who's everyone taking i mean not with the spread right but just i guess who you guys uh, I, I honestly, I'm not, I'm not even not going to worry about the spread. I, I'm going to take, I think San Francisco is going to win this. I think their defense will slow down Kansas City enough, and I think they have the weapons to score. I, I was not a believer in their offense before, but, you know, from what I saw last, their last game against Green Bay, they, you know, count me in. Uh, I, I'm, I'm on, you know, just, okay, if I need to take the spread, I'll take them at minus one and a half. I mean, plus. Are they have plus? Do they have yeah, plus? San Francisco's yeah, at plus. plus one and a half. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I thought they were favorite. Okay, then, yeah, give me, yeah, San Francisco plus one and a half. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to seeing the Eric Fisher versus Bosa matchup. Uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I think the defensive line is just going to contain Mahomes enough to make him make him not as lethal when he extends his play, and so my money is on San Fran. Damn, dude, are we are we doing a clean sweep? I mean, I'm on San Fran as well. Like, I I would love to see Andy Reid win a Super Bowl. I as, would too, as an ex Phillies player or a coach. But yeah, I I think on both sides of the ball, I think San Francisco is. I mean, they're just favored. Um, now, obviously, I wouldn't be surprised if you know Mahomes pulls some magic. You know. Tyreek Hill throws up like four peace signs, you know, throughout the game. Like I can definitely see this game getting out of hand, but if San Francisco sticks to like what works for them and they don't, they don't try some like dumb shit. Uh, yeah. I mean, give me San Francisco as well. Um, but yeah, dude, that that's pretty much about it for the Super Bowl. Mike, your, your first time on the podcast, a solid 30 minutes. Ooh, what did you think, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Will you be a regular? Let's let's be honest here. Let's let's get that question out of the way. Yeah, yeah, let's make it happen. All right, man. Hey, as long as you keep on coaching the Seahawks to victory, 
and Seahawks being South Lake Seahawks, proud, proud high school alumni speaking over here. I mean, by all means. Um, anything else, Eric? Or sorry, Barry. <laughs> Barry McCockner. Yeah, Barry McCockner from our Midwest division. Anything you'd like to add? No. No. I'm uh, all right, guys. I will uh, see you guys later. See ya. See ya.